Assalamu alaikum, everybody. <laughs> Episode twenty-five. Episode twenty-five of Mind Heist. It's been. It's. I can't. You know what? Just to quickly, I remember we started this when I was still in my old job, which is almost a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Should, Episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I started my new job in October, mm. and you know it's September now, so I don't know when we uploaded it, but I want to check. I mean, I'm sure we'd have way more episodes if we were as uh, tight knit as we should have been, but that's my fault mainly. Mm. Um, let's see. This episode is brought to you by <gasps> Muslim <gasps> Box Co. I know, I mentioned it last time. <laughs> Muslim Box Co. is a contemporary Muslim brand offering quality gift boxes designed specifically for the Muslim in mind, whatever the occasion. The Prophet wasallam said, give gifts and you will love one another. Make someone smile today with a gift from Muslim Box Co. You can use the discount code MINDHEIST, that's one word, MINDHEIST, for 15% off your order. Uh, I've done a video on my Instagram today, actually, um, unboxing and going through them stuff. Um... Yeah, pretty awesome stuff, really. Have a look. There's a lot on there. This episode is also brought to you by PureXI. PureXI, I've rammed on about for years. It's uh, a little clothing something something I've been doing for years. It's ramping back up again. There's some stuff on there now. There'll be some stuff on there in the future. Check it out on Instagram at pure.xi. Website is www.purexi.com. Some awesome stuff on there, if I say so myself. What do you think, I mean? very unique uh definitely <laughs> gonna make you stand out special i know you got the quality there as well in terms of the uh, materials and stuff so you know i would say buy less clothes higher quality and in that case you want to go pure xi say no more i mean mm. how have you been yeah very good man um uh, i'm going turkey next week inshallah mashallah um is that just a holiday or is it business? Is business booming? <laughs> business is pretty good. Now, I'm going to be working while I'm there. It's I don't call it holiday, I call it traveling. Hey, I like that. Yeah, so I'll still be working, but just working from different location, different food in my stomach, different climate, different feel, different language. So, oh. you know, you know, that's Take advantage of the lira being weak and stuff. <laughs> of course, bro. Of course. That sounds good, man. I mean, go and buy all those designer garments that everybody's been buying. <laughs> it, it, the people, um, I, I actually bought some of those back, like the first time I went to Turkey a while ago. Um, I, didn't, I don't know if it's still a thing. Is it still a thing? What, buying like designer stuff? Um, yeah, I just saw a news stuff. story because of the the economy at the moment people were just going over there and buying the real deal but a lot cheaper you know oh really okay yeah Understood. that's what i saw so oh, i don't, don't think i'm gonna be buying the real deal at all oh, <laughs> take it easy man business ain't booming that much <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly alhamdulillah <laughs> alhamdulillah bro so let me uh let me let me set the scene so mm. essentially a few days ago i was uh listening to one of Sierra Masters' video mm. um, where you interviewed uh, Mufti Muhammad Ibn Munir from, I can't remember, is he from Hadith New York? Disciples. Hadith uh, Disciple. I think he's, and, yeah, he's in New York, yeah, so you could say that. I think he's from okay. uh, from Philadelphia, though. He's actually from there. Yeah, that's what I thought. And my wife mm. just came back from New York, actually, so it's quite interesting that. Either mm. way, it was mainly about motivation and discipline, 
Uh, he did another, yeah, and he did another Juma Khutbah. I can't remember if it was recent. It might have been with the last few weeks. It was um, about discipline and how important it is to have discipline. Uh, okay. And me personally, I'm like these past two weeks, I've just tried to discipline myself, bro. Like I changed my life around, man. Uh, trying yeah. to incorporate good habits, uh, beneficial use of my time. And I wanted to, I wanted us to discuss it and, and, and share mm. it with the world, man. So, very good. Let's 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 start with you, bro, because I want to start <laughs> with yeah, for real. Because what have I done? You you've always you've always um, encouraged a good use of time and structure in your days and stuff like that. Like, what is oh. your what is your I don't know frame of thinking when it comes to time in general? Um. My my, I think it's shaped like it's actually shaped. It's, I'm not just saying this because I'm trying to be pious. It's actually shaped from uh, trying to understand Surah Al Asr, right? And yeah, Surah Al Asr is uh, a surah that summarizes our religion. Actually, it gives us the four basic things that Allah expects from us, and it just so happens that within the same surah, uh, Allah is talking about time and how everyone's in loss unless they're doing these four things with their time. So, you know, those four things would be الَّذِينَ uh, amanu Believe وَعَمِلُ salihat Do good deeds وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْحَقِّ And advising each other uh, towards haq, towards goodness as well as receiving that kind of advice and then وَتَوَاصَوْ uh, sabr. When you do good and you encourage others to do good you're going to get blowback, you're going to get resistance and you have to have patience upon that. Those are the four things in Surah Al-Asr and those are the four things that you should be spending your time on. So, I mean, I, I, uh, to be honest, bro, um, I was into kind of time management and, and personal development and this kind of stuff from maybe age around 19, 20, something like that. Mm. And then further on, maybe age 22 or so, I remember uh, listening to Nurman Ali Khan talking about Surah Al-Asr. And he spent, you know, a long time just talking about uh, like, well, Asr. And that that took what I had heard about time, time management and stuff from non-Muslims. It took it to a deeper level. And I realized, wow, like it, it is true. As long as we could justify, you know, what we do with our time to Allah, then inshallah we won't be losers. But like, mm. so from then on, it's kind of like been always at least trying, you know, it's like very hard to reach that level. But at least trying to think, okay, how do I justify this use of time? And even if it means doing something a bit less, it's not about being uptight, uh, in my opinion. It's like, just just be, be, basically, it's about being able to justify. I spent half an hour doing that. What, what, why? Like, was it, you know, was it, did it lead yeah. to something good, productive, you know? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I've, um, so maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was like really down and bro, mm. I had like four days and and these were these were like especially these these particular four days or five days where I was off work as well so I was just bro I was just being lazy bro like just watching yeah. stuff and and also like being somewhat unhappy with the situations I was in um whether you know business wise or you know even spiritually like mm. and um I remember, bro, like, one of, the, one of the first things I'll say is, like, for anything to happen and for any change to take place, you need to sincerely, like, ask Allah first before you take that first step. Um, mm. Because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, 
it's a one-two punch. First, you have to make the dua that you'll be successful in what you do and that you'll you know sustain it. And the second thing is actually getting up and and doing something about your situation. You know, instead of yeah. just sitting there and waiting for things to fall on you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did that, bro. I, I did. You know, I made probably one of the most sincerest duas I could have made like in a long time, and I felt mm-hmm. it, man. And I was in the middle of watching a movie, so. Mm-hmm. I was watching something and I remember just like I paused the film and I was like I made this dua bro and then I was like I didn't want to carry the film on even though like I could say I was enjoying it I was Mm. like why am I even watching this like it's just not like (sighs) there's so much that's going on that I'd want to change and sitting here watching this isn't helping me in the slightest do you know what I mean distracting (laughs) you at least that's it yeah bro and then so I just I just I closed it bro it was on my laptop I closed the laptop and I was like um, let me see what I can do mm. so since that day bro I I just went on a mad one Like, and, and some people may argue I went a bit extreme but I identified everything that I do that wastes time and I've mentioned before like I play way too many video games bro like okay. a mad amount so I put all of that away and I challenged myself I said I'm not going to touch this until I've earned it you know like I've earned like I feel like I've genuinely earned mm-hmm. a good hour of using this and I still haven't like I don't remember what day that was but I still haven't touched them put that away made it a mission to completely rid my life from any element of sin like even, and I know I say sin I'm not trying to I'm not saying I sin and I'm not trying to expose myself what I'm saying is like saying little questionable things <laughs> no what I'm saying is like this listen little... guys he doesn't sin at all anymore <laughs> Bro, I'm saying like there's little questionable things that like yeah. you just sort of and everybody's got them, bro. Like things they just brush to the side. Just, a, think just about. a little dodgy one, a little cheeky one. Yeah, bro, a little white. Look out, man. I don't want to go into this, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> mm. So little things like that and little things like has this one action that I've done for 10, 20 minutes has this benefited me at all in, mm. in Dean or Dunya, bro? And, and and you know a lot of the time things haven't, you know. So mm. I flipped that. I flipped the script. I've been going strong since that day. And I've also tried to incorporate a lot of like life lessons that I've picked up from other people along the way. And you know what? I'll, I'll be real. You know, a lot of people that, um, a lot of motivational speakers and even daddies, bro, like people just online, like doing their thing. Like yeah. I used to view a lot of that really pessimistically. And mm. that's why I couldn't sit and watch it. Um, and I'll be 100% real, bro. Like you do some amazing work on Serum Masters. But I can never like bring myself to watch that because I mm. always have this barricade of I, I can't. It's a it's a pill that I just don't believe in, so I won't swallow it. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's not just that's not for you. That's for everybody. Like even though like that is a background I came from. I came from a background of trying to get people to do better. But mm. I think we, I just developed into a really pessimistic person where I couldn't believe that anybody was sincere. And I think we mm. mentioned it before because we said. Um, We've, well, I've personally said that uh, my worry about my intentions has crippled me to the extent that I question other people's intentions who are doing decent work. Right. If if you know what I mean. Do mm. you understand what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so essentially, I try to like completely delete that, select all, delete, put it in mm. the recycling bin, <laughs> empty that yeah. recycling bin, you know, and and really try and actually assume the best of people and let those let those good thoughts permeate. The good thoughts they're putting out permeate through me and my mind and soul, bro. Mm. What 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 do you think about what I've just said? 
what do I think? I mean, <laughs> you know what? I, I kind of... Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I, I consume a lot of... Actually, you know what? You know the type of stuff you're talking about? I actually yeah. don't consume it much at all. Um, yeah. Like, you know... How do I say it? I've got... I'm not going to lie. Uh, it does translate sometimes into a bit of arrogance where mm. if someone is putting out... You know, anything where the word inspiration comes up, I I, yeah. I, I cringe. I can't deal with it, okay? Yeah. Um, because you got to remember, yeah, I've probably been into, I've, I've, been, I've been consuming personal development stuff, whether it's books, videos, whatever. Yeah. For maybe seven years, okay? Yeah. Seven years. So, look, I, I know the old school stuff and I know the news all the new most of the new stuff is based on the old school stuff so i just read the old school stuff i'm done i'm good and actually mm. now i don't consume too much of that stuff because i feel like look i know and now i know what i need to do i just need to actually do it my my goal here uh sorry my uh, objective right now is not learning more things it's implementing more things really and yeah. truly right so that that's where i personally am but when i see these uh some people you know some younger people they maybe they're passionate very passionate about it even even like if i came across my own stuff right i would yeah. uh, i wouldn't be interested but at the same time i respect that everyone is talking to people at a different level me personally uh i was dis- talking to uh, fr- uh actually it's my business partner who's also uh interested in uplifting you know muslims through this kind of material right and i had right. a bit of a debate with him i was like like uh, said masters i don't want to push it too too much because somewhere deep down is like i feel like i have to water it down in order to appeal to a broader audience and i'm right. just not really in i'm not interested in the surface level material just personally doesn't get me going but a lot of people that's where they are they're at the beginner stage of this whole thing and just uh, so i can't deal with the surface level stuff but at the same time i I do i do respect it and i do think yeah i was there and everyone has to start somewhere and stuff so i don't know if i made much sense with that but i don't know you do I mean, if you compare it to like, so let's let's think of it from the Dean aspect, right? When yeah. everybody started practicing, it yeah. was like short thirty-second reminders or yeah, exactly, with, yeah. with a nasheed humming in the background. Like, I don't yeah. watch that stuff anymore because I don't feel like it. I need it, but like, yeah. you will get to a level. Like, and I'm talking about video content here, but like, you'll yeah. get to a level where you're watching a like a thirty parts hour each hour series of like going through a book or do yeah. you know what I mean or stuff like that and, and, and everybody's at different levels mm. um, I mean and sometimes it depends like so when it, when it came to like the self help stuff mm. I mean maybe I sat there for an hour like listening to different stuff and then I said to myself like I've sat here for an hour I'm ready I need to get yeah. up and do something now I can't just keep watching this stuff and not acting upon it oh, so yeah, definitely. That, that's it I think and you have to draw the line and like instead of it's like people who uh, watch loads of workout videos but never actually get up and <laughs> do a press up do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, like that. that's a good kind of analogy you put where you start with these uh, quote pictures on Instagram uh, mm-hmm. or these short clips, you know, like that Jay Shetty guy. Yeah. Like that's. Mm-hmm. Do you know him? No, but I will learn. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> how do I. Uh, if you don't know him, I don't know how to describe him, but he's the typical. He, he makes cliche, uh, inspirational videos talking about this and that. Um, he's. Oh, yeah. I know whatever. Anyway. Okay, so this kind of guy, you know, 
that speaks to a certain type of person who's like I said that maybe a beginner in this stuff and like right. just like you said you know same comes with with Islamic knowledge it's like it's it's the same surface level stuff which is is correct for some people but you know after what what I can't stand is seeing people consuming that stuff for years and years it's like no no yeah. that it, that has the that has its place but then eventually you got to evolve you got to up the level and up the commitment that's what the, the difference you know watching watching a 60 second video is is no commitment hardly um so eventually you got to you know there's no reason within two three years you can't get to a level where you're okay now you're actually studying with a teacher now you're actually taking notes now you're actually memorizing now you actually you know what i mean you got yeah. to up the commitment uh bit by bit you know definitely i don't that's what i don't like i feel disappointed for those people who like literally i saw you three years ago and you were quoting hadith and going to no lessons and you're still quoting hadith and going to no lessons i feel mm. that's that's a shame really and mm. yeah yeah so that's why even with Sarah masters uh, i don't have too much subscribers but i only try to deal with deeper stuff which i know appeals to less people but that's mm. just what i'm interested in is deeper stuff you know stuff that you actually don't really find much in videos you're going to find it more in books and stuff which books again more commitment than videos isn't it yeah and for real like that is like for me now like that is my my next step because I want to just read more and I know I should be reading more and it goes back to what I was saying earlier like time 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 like yeah. how much time and I and I, I was thinking earlier like um, I said to my wife I was like you probably watch me play video games the mm. same way I'm going to watch myself Yom Qiyamah do you understand what I mean like when I'm in it and doing it I'm not thinking about the time I'm wasting but when right. she's watching me she's probably thinking oh look how much time he spent and then mm. the day will come when I'm watching myself like I'm looking back on my life and thinking, mm. "Oh my lord!" You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do, do you understand? Like, and I want to, like, every single moment, I'm thinking, "Okay, I try and remind myself: is what I'm doing decent, or what can mm. I do that's decent?" Or mm. do you understand? And I'm trying to, do, and, and and it goes from what you were saying. So there's levels. There's um, I can't remember who said it, but it was there's motivation and inspiration, but mm. somewhere along that line, there's something which you have to make habitual. Like, mm. if it doesn't become a habit, you're just wasting time watching mm. stuff. Like, you need to start good habits and force yourself, even when you dis, like, when you hate it, when mm. you, you know, when you, when basically you just fight against yourself. Like, the war for your own mind is really important, isn't it? And your yes. own time, essentially. Mm. So, little things like that. And it doesn't, I think everybody wants to improve. I, yeah. I believe that. But I don't know. I think people think that. They have to be something great, that, like tomorrow, instead of taking baby steps, instead of mm. being happy with actually the journey and the progress, they just want the result, and that's what puts them off, the fact that they think, oh, I'm yeah. not going to get that result by doing the work now, so what's mm. the point of me even bothering? Mm. It's one of the Ooh. biggest barriers, I think, mm. is, is it, that, yeah, you, you know what's something that changed in me, perhaps three years, three, four years ago? No, no, actually, it was not even that. It was probably two years ago. Is I stopped thinking I have to get everything done by age 30. Mm. Once I stopped that, I started thinking, okay, uh, I've actually made the decision now that my uh, real life, if you like, is going to begin at 30. And right. uh, up until 30 is foundation, is building foundation. Because I realized, you know, most people that did great things... Um, whether it's you know private things or big glorious things 
it all happened after 30 if not 40 okay yeah and so uh, even if when i look at the people i look up to uh someone just popped into my head if you know uh sheikh yasser burjas he's uh mm, he's an imam in in the u.s um and he's he's also in a, he's got a good background in this personal development stuff as well as he's an imam right and he's educated in the dean and stuff and um Bro, the guy's like, I don't know, he must be in his 40s or so. And he's got that solid thing, you know, that he knows, okay, he knows the Sharia now. He knows uh, the the personal development side, which will include some psychology and these kind of things. And now he's set. Now he could go out and make his impact. Equally, a very good friend of mine, he, he got married at age 20 or 21. Uh, he had a child uh, like one year later, pretty much. He since he got married, he went to Saudi. He's he's been working, work like bro. This guy's ridiculously busy, because all he does he goes to work and he he's basically doing a. Uh, he's been studying for five years in Saudi at a proper institute to force him to uh, have that discipline and stuff. And he actually studied with the with Mufti actually. That's how I got to mm. know Mufti. And all right, yeah. And so he studied with Mufti. I think one or two years while Mufti was in Medina still. And uh, now the guy's like my age, and he's he his his Arabic is, he he didn't know much Arabic at all, even though he's Arab. But he, his Arabic is good now. He's reading books in Arabic. He's got he's got solid fiqh now. He could actually teach uh, fiqh at least the basics <clears throat> of fiqh, aqidah, all these things. He's covered it all now. Okay, he and he's gone through like with proper teachers. So. It's all structured, and he says, "Yes, I know." Now he could confidently say, "Yes, I'm able to teach this because I did this and I passed exams and this and that." Right? Then yeah. on top of that, he's got an, a, a degree, a history degree, so he knows that stuff. Now the guy is primed. Okay, he's uh, he's younger than thirty, and he's got the foundation in place. But guess what? Before now, what what would people think about him? They'll think he's. I don't even know what that guy's doing. He's probably not doing much with his life. But the mm. truth is. Before that, that age 30, he's building that foundation. Now, 30 onwards, who knows? Inshallah, he'll live till 60, 70, 80. It's all contribution. It, it's still learning, of course, still development after 30. But you know what I mean? Like, get the foundation. Uh, but the, the thing about getting foundation is it, it doesn't show. It's like that whole iceberg thing. Of it's, course, yeah. It's all, it's all floating under the surface. But then you just got to ask yourself, why are you doing it? Are you doing it so other people will see or not? Intentions, isn't it? Like intentions are so important to keep anything sustained. Um, I think that's why a lot of people just that you can sort of see how disingenuous they are with anything they put out there if their 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 heart isn't in it and they're just doing it for I don't mm. know, like an ulterior motive or whatever yeah. it is. Sometimes, um, bro, the intentions is is it's not it's not always to do with am I doing it for Allah or am I doing it for something else. Sometimes it's as Sometimes they have a, a, some kind of emotional issue and they're seeking mm. validation from the world. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, I think if you think of someone like Tube, you know, it's definitely a, an example of that where the guy's obviously got some emotional issues and yeah. he's trying to... He was desperately seeking out validation from these kind of YouTube subscribers and stuff. So it's not always an issue of, like, minor shirk, you know, seeking a reward from other than Allah. It's like... You know, sometimes you, you you just want validation, you want attention, and the, these if if you if you're in that situation where you happen you find yourself seeking these things, that's an area to try and improve on because if you could get past that hurdle of 
needing people's validation like all the time uh, then uh, that will really help you because otherwise you're going to struggle with literally uh, let me give you a story I always remember this because it impacted me a lot when, yeah, I was in, when I was in year 11 doing GCSEs okay uh, a lot of my friends who they were English okay and their parents were all like yeah for every A you get I'm going to give you for example 20 pounds for every B, I'll give you £15. Every C, I'll give you £10. This kind of thing. And I told my dad that. My dad's like, yeah, all right. Like, that's nice. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not getting nothing. He, and that, I was like, oh, really? I mean, I wasn't, to be honest, I don't remember, like, asking him for it. I just kind of mentioned it. He's like, is getting the A grade, the A mark, is that not enough of a reward? And that, for me, that that just was hit me hard because it's like, yeah, I am doing it for myself. Yeah, I am doing it for the grade. That is the reward. You know, the, you put the work in and whatever you get at the end, that is the reward. It, it, you don't, you shouldn't need some extra external things to like applaud you and stuff. You know what I mean? So it's important, man, to like, for nobody in the world to know your successes and that for that to be okay. I think that's essential sometimes. No doubt. When so let's talk about like um, like setting goals, right? Um, Wait one second, so, Achi. I just want to ask go you. On in. You know, you said you you went through this change in the last few days or weeks. We, yeah, 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 yeah. How long has it been? Uh, um, let me check because I should know. I should know. Let me see. La, 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 la. Uh, bear with me, guys. I'm just going. For, I judge. I judge time scales by tweets. So if I remember a specific tweet, then all I'll right. Say, I thought yeah. he's going into his calendar or something because he's got all organised now. <laughs> no, it's uh, about five, six days ago. Maybe six days oh, ago. Okay, so I know it's not a long time. Yeah. So is but, the plan to stay like to stay this this radical for a while or is it like you know it's you're gonna burn out and then you're just hoping you kind of slot into a nice routine well my okay we've mentioned before how about like how it, you have to know yourself like you have yeah. to really deeply you know intimately know yourself to know what's working and what isn't yeah um because you can't fool yourself like that's the number one thing and mm. i know like any spur of motivation for me mm dwindles the next day like that's how it's always been yeah so any change i want to make let's say i've decided at night like i've just before i go to bed oh tomorrow you know what i'm going to do this 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 and this and this and then i wake up the next day and i'll, I'll flop like that's just the way it's always been mm. yeah you know that's just the way i am like, so, like, like, i know myself in that and i know it sounds silly but to keep the same mindset for six days i see mm. that as an achievement you know right. i see that as a personal achievement that means that and, and I'll tell you why this has come from I think a lot of it has come from I know it sounds silly but it's for anybody achieve, wanting to achieve something but you know this this diet I've been doing and I've never yeah. stuck to a diet bro like I've never done like I've always said oh, I might I'll try but this is like the, being the first time I've done it and I've been going for I don't know 40, 50 days something like that wow amazing so over you know like a month and a half or so of just only eating fat uh, so basically yeah just fat, fat and protein <laughs> <laughs> but like but usually I'll, I'll always give in if like someone's bought something in like at work they might bring in something or mm. I go to a family meal and they've cooked something like yesterday I went to a family meal bro and it was really amazing food you know rice with almonds and all like 
all this stuff I can't have. Bro, I just said, okay, I'm gonna have some meat. I brought some avocados with me. That was it. Like, and to do that without giving in, now it's just become habitual, bro. Like that's what I'm used to. I don't question it anymore. It doesn't bother me anymore. So, yeah. I, and I was thinking back, like Ramadan, bro. In Ramadan, we spend 30 days where we don't eat or drink during the daylight hours. And the moment Ramadan hits, it's easy. Like for me, yeah. anyway. But if I was to fast on an off day, like a Sunnah fast. Yeah. Then I start. It's, I feel it. It's a bit more difficult because I know it's not mandatory. Do you of understand? Course. Like that's just for me. Oh anyway. well, yeah, are maybe you other people would say that. Um, I used to be, but now it's about setting setting it, like, because the, the 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 conviction isn't in your head. Like you don't have the conviction to say, "Well, I want that good deed really badly." Like that's what's missing. You're thinking. Yeah. You're thinking, oh, how easy? Oh, it's really easy. I could just not eat today, and I'll, I'll gain, I'll gain some reward. But no, no, no. You, you need to desperately want that reward so badly that yeah, I'm not going to eat today. Like I'm on it, and you know what? I'm not going to eat the next day or the day after that. So I think that the, also the convers- the secret conversation that most people don't even realize that's going on in their he- head in that moment is no one else is fasting, and therefore yeah. I'm not fasting. Yeah, you're right. That's that's the that's what I find to be. I'm kind of going on a tangent, but. The most powerful thing that I, uh, you know, like I said, I've been not just consuming personal development stuff, but I've been pondering over it, you know, what makes humans tick and what makes different Mm. humans tick. The number one thing I've concluded is um, it's a mixture of uh, uh, peer pressure, social pressure, and knowing and, and basically role models and basically the company that you keep, right? So... There are pockets of uh, people uh, in your town or city or you know area. There will be people that if you hang around them, you'll kind of feel dumb if you don't fast once a week, twice a week. Yeah. 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 You're but right. Then, yeah. But then, obviously, the other ninety-eight percent of people, uh, if you are fasting, you're going against the grain hard, right? Mm. So, you know, sometimes you know there are these uh, intensive. Uh, programs kind of thing in I don't know in Egypt for example I know they have them where you'll go and you're just you're just smashing out hifd of Quran 30 days right yeah and how do those people do it it's because everyone in that room is doing it if you don't do it you look pathetic if you if you want to sleep after Fajr you are pathetic in that setting you're pathetic so what you're gonna do you're gonna go and do it you know so a lot of the time bro that's that way 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 more than uh, relying on your own discipline or motivation it's about having the company around you and if you don't have the company around you it's about getting to know the the characters and personalities whether alive now or dead mm. who um who are going to really just give you concrete evidence that this is doable that's what i find a lot of it is i just literally even if the guy was alive 300 years ago you know like like imam and nawi he, he pretty much worked himself to death he studied himself to death pretty much yeah he died yeah. at a young age rahimahullah. and the fact that he did that though okay that's proof it's doable now the question is do i want to do the same as him okay maybe not but the thing is i know now it's doable and when when you collect in your mind a database of 100 200 300 people that fasted regularly like it's nothing now it's khalas it's be- to you it becomes like yeah it's very normal mm. and that's also what I would consider the company you keep is the database of people in your mind yeah you're right I think this is why like if you look in the Arab world um, for example why do people that don't pray 
still mm. fast in Ramadan. Like, mm. the, it's not really, I don't know, but it's not really about how spiritual and religious they are. It's more about everybody else is doing it and how awkward would it be if I wasn't as well. Yeah. Know? It's more, it's because you know what it is? Fasting is more of a social thing because you're going to break the fast together. Yeah. Right? But Salah is not really a social thing. So, you know, you're kind of going more against the grain if you don't fast and if you don't pray, isn't it? Mm. But also, mm. I think there's a good percentage of people who, they're like, look, I'm a flop. Like, I know I'm a flop as a Muslim. Let me just at least one month a year try and do something. Maybe Allah will have mercy on me. That True. is part of the mentality as well, yeah. True, true. Um, what I was were you saying about of, goal setting? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say about goals. Um, mm. So I remember when I was first starting Pure XI, and mm. uh, a lot of pe- I was taking advice from a lot of people, as you would. And someone was telling me how, basically, like I need to set a six-figure goal, right? Mm. Something r- redonkulous, and it sounded redonkulous to me at the time, mm. and. Up until recently, I still thought it was silly because that wasn't really what I had in mind. Yeah. Um, but then I heard someone speaking about like, and it, and it goes back to the deen, bro. It goes back to the deen because it, because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam spoke about Jannah, right? And, and when we ask about when we ask for Jannah, we mm. ask for Fair the for those right so we ask for the best we ask for the mm. highest we ask for the top marks bro and yeah. reason being like the wisdom behind that is that if you if you shoot your arrow mm. and you're aiming at a target you know that's like what a few meters in front of you then that's mm. as far like that's as hard as you're going to push yourself you're already going to push yourself as much you're already going to pull that string as far as that is but if you're mm. aiming for something as far as possible then you're going to hit the target 10 meters in front of you you're going to hit the target 20 meters in front of you you're going to you're just mm. going to keep hitting targets bro you're just going to keep hitting things along the way hitting milestones that you would have never hit if you set yourself a boundary of like because what happens when you hit that goal like mm. and that was my fear it was like now what like if i don't yeah. have if I don't have a mindset, and it goes back to what you were saying about uh, 30, like the age of 30. Like mm. I was thinking uh, 30 a lot because in five years I'll be 30. And I was thinking, oh, in five years I could do this and five years I could do that. But then mm. then my fear is, well, if I hit 30 and I still haven't hit the, the goal that I've set, mm. then, oh my God, I'm going to crumble. Like It's going to be really demoralizing. What if I just give up? Do you know what I mean? Mm. If I say, actually, I just want to make it to something far like off in the distance like something really ridiculous but just yeah. aim for that and know that every milestone along the way is taking me to that then mm. it keeps you going i suppose what do you think um i think i i've 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 had different kind of viewpoints about how uh high to set your goals and stuff over time uh yeah. where i am right now is i've got a video on sera mastered about this uh about uh, what i do is I don't have no 10-year goals, 20-year goals, 50-year goals, uh, lifetime goals. I don't really have that apart from, mm. like, obviously, uh, I want to die as a Muslim. I want to do Hajj during my lifetime. I want to uh, pray for the whole of my life and all these things. You know, you could say the, the basics, yeah? That's yeah. lifetime goals. Other than that, what I try and do is I say, look, the general direction I'm moving in is this. So, for example, uh, one direction I have is my uh, Islamic education. Okay, that's like a direction, a general direction. Another is my business, another direction. Another, I would say, is kind of media. So it's like podcasting, uh, mind heist, and uh, something else that I want to start. 
So these are yeah. kind of just three kind of general areas. You might have another one that's to do with family or something like that, yeah? yeah and then what yeah. I do is I say, look, in six months, what, what do I want to do on a weekly or a daily basis that contributes to that, to that area of my life? And mm-hmm. I don't focus on reaching a goal. I focus on establishing a habit. Um, and mm-hmm. establishing a habit that, will, if done regularly, will lead to that uh, overall goal. And so it's like six months, uh, you could call it a sprint if you like. And then every six months I rejig it. So I say, okay, I just flopped at establishing that habit. So obviously it was too hard um, or there was something in the way, all right? So then I'll rejig it, I might reduce it, I might do this. And uh, kind of differently to what you just said, I don't aim very high. What I aim right. for instead is uh, momentum and progress. So. Mm. So if I say, uh, if I set my goal to read one juz of Quran every day, right, for six months, uh, so it's a daily goal, right, it's a habit, and I found that's, re- I just want habits, bro, habits build up yeah, into true, huge true. things, yeah, so if, if I flop that habit at the end of six months, uh, I've got to say to myself, okay, why didn't that happen, I've got to do a little bit of an analysis, why, why did I flop it, blah, 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 now I'll be like, well, it's just a huge goal. I mean, think of going from zero to reading 20 pages every single day. It's just yeah. pretty pretty much it's impossible, okay, depending on who you are, right? So then I'll say, okay, I'll read one page a day, two pages a day. Whatever will, at the end of six months, will make me feel like I'm, I'm making progress. I've got this momentum. I've got wind in my sails now. Mm-hmm. Because I just, what I realize, maybe it's just me, maybe it's only a certain percentage of people, but the thing that really gets me going and makes me motivated is is feeling progress, feeling I'm actually going somewhere. So even if I'm reading only one page a day, but I'm I'm actually doing it, that feel like momentum. I'm thinking, yeah, nice, nice. And then I want to read two pages a day because I feel momentum. But then I'm like, no, no, discipline. Stick to one. Prove to yourself you could read one page a day every single day for six months. If you've done that, okay, now you've proven you can do the one. Now move on to the two or three pages a day. Okay, now prove to yourself you could do that for six months. Okay, you've proven it. Now add more. So that's how I like to do my kind of goal setting. I I, I like to focus on um, uh, establishing habits and and. Uh, momentum getting momentum mm. because momentum mm. produces motivation which uh, motivation helps you um, obviously uh, after the social pressure and uh, having these role models uh, that's number one for me in, in making sure you do certain things that you want to get done the second is feeling momentum because that leads to m- motivation that's how I like to do it like like yeah, if, you, if, if you had like this this goal for pure XI like uh, what was it like make a hundred thousand pounds in one year yeah mm. yeah so that's like um eight thousand six hundred a month yeah so y- right now you might be thinking like like you think that's like a lot of money i don't think that's a lot of money but that's part of that's part of like uh i don't know the the things that i've been exposed to and um uh, obviously my experiences and stuff right so mm. uh for you to aim for that, it's like overwhelming, maybe. But what if you said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make eight hundred and sixty pounds a month," yeah, like uh, in six months, not in a year, right? Because you wanna, yeah, you wanna be a bit faster, obviously. Yeah, get that consistent, and then add it up and add it up, and and then maybe, maybe after having these little little goals for one year, 
you're going to be like, okay, now I kind of understand this whole business thing a bit more. Now I could be a bit crazier with my ambition, with my goal. Yeah. That, yeah. Because you would feel the momentum and the wind in your sails kind of thing. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe you're a bit different, uh, but this is just what I found anyway. Personally, I, my, I can't, like I gave that figure thing as an example, but I don't, it's not necessarily that, that I've, like mm. I, I like setting myself. When it comes to goals, like long-term goals, they tend to be a bit more general and a bit more vague yeah. uh, as far as specific. So yeah, I'm all for that, you know, small habits, habitual things that you implement yeah. daily. And then mm. as far as my goal, like I'm, I'll never say like, I want to be here doing this, doing that. I will yeah. say like, yeah, I will, I'll give myself a very vague, but like a broad goal of, mm. I don't know, self-sufficiency or mm. being able to sort and you bro out. you know the reason that that, that i like that and the, a real what i learned like that what i learned that led me to wanting to set it up that way like you just said is yeah because i want to leave i want to kind of leave space for allah if you know what i mean like i want to be like oh, yeah. look i've got this goal that i want i want it but is it good for me allahu alam and that's why i leave the space for wherever allah wishes to take me because i trust in allah to take yeah. me where's good no, that's brilliant. So it, it, yeah, it's not good to be rigid, is it? You have to have that trust and stuff as well. Yeah, no doubt. Because like you're, you know, you're you plan on Allah as the best of planners, and if you're not sincere enough to say Allah give me what's good for me, then yeah. what's the point? You know? Yeah. And and surround like and this is what another thing like when it comes to goal setting like give yourself multiple reasons to achieve that goal like what are the multiple benefits of mm. because people like let's say let's say let's talk money wise yeah for example mm. people talk a lot about money like. I want that so I can get myself a house, so I can, you know what I mean, or whatever, stuff like that, right? Mm. But if you're not surrounding that that goal with however many other little goals or benefits around it, for example, self-sufficiency. With self-sufficiency, I could support those around me, the ones that I love, right? I could uh, help my, like I could homeschool my child, for example. But then you could also say, um, I won't have to ask anyone permission to go and celebrate Eid. Or I won't have to ask anybody permission to go and pray Jumai in the Meshid, you know? Or little things like that. Or basically just surround yourself with beneficial things, beneficial goals in the sense that things that will please Allah. Because if you can intertwine your deen and dunya, then you're on a path, man. You're on a good path. Because Mm. everybody... I think a lot of people suffer from either too much of one and too much of the other when it comes to goal setting, when it comes to activities they engage in. Um, for example, when when it, when it came to me putting all my stuff away, right? And I had it in my head that, mm, am I being a bit too extreme? I know that I'm very difficult. I'm, it's very difficult for me to balance myself. So I thought instead of balancing myself with the good and maybe the entertainment side, I'll just get rid of it and I'll only have good, right? Right. And then I realized I was talking to my wife, I was talking to a couple of brothers, and if I was to be like super, super, like get rid of everything, then I will have no time for enjoyment. But I feel like I don't really need that. But then mm. what if my family do? Like my family need me to have a good time with them. And I mm. didn't think about that conceptually because all I'm thinking about is Dean and Dunya in terms of, you know, get my Dean on point, get my Dunya on point. But then it leaves this this grey area of, like, I guess being there emotionally for people, being there not just for the the material or the the dean things that you can offer your family, but being there as a 
as a you know as a father or as a husband mm. or as a son you know like th- these things that are more qualitative that you can't actually put a number on you can't say yeah you're not gonna going tick to tick it off a to-do list exactly you, you yeah. can't say i'm gonna spend one hour uh with my wife and one hour like that's not how it works bro so what i've what i've actually said to myself and a lot if anyone wants to take it um is essentially i could be working now we could be doing this and someone could ask me for something and I'll just drop what I've got to do for their bet for their sake. Yeah. Because nothing nothing is gonna testify me more or testify you know, for me more mm. than that. The, the things that actually matter. Like and for example, an, a, an example was given uh, regarding Sunnah prayers. If you're praying a Sunnah prayer and your mother calls you like yeah. there was a there was a debate regarding what is more, and I remember the the fatwa that was given was actually to end your sunnah prayer to uh, to to respond to what is actually fard upon you, which is you know mandatory upon you to respond to your mother, is more important. Mm. So that concept in in my mind is like actually I'm doing this really and truthfully, like I believe I'm doing all of this for them. But if they're mm. not for, I'm, if I'm not here for them now, then what's the point? You understand definitely. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think, you know, it's like, it's funny uh, because let's say this podcast, yeah? I think yeah. Y- you and I, we both have a mixture of intentions for why we do it, right? Mm. Like if I'm speaking for myself, part of it is because I feel I've got some beneficial ideas to share, right? Yep. Another part of it is because I just straight up enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe true. part. Maybe part of me is like, yeah, I like it. I like hearing my voice. I like, the, you know, <laughs> kind of li- little bit of ego thing coming out, yeah? Right. So you got to analyze some, your, your intentions. you got to be honest that most of the time you've got mixed intentions for things, right? Now, no doubt. if somebody, if, if, I, if I'm telling myself I'm doing this podcast to benefit people, okay, even though my intention is partly that, but it's mixed, right? Mm. I, I, I personally benefit from this because I enjoy it, right? Now, if someone mm. calls me and says, oh, you know, this and this and this, uh, I need your help, right? Now that now there is now there is a kind of a, a thing you, that I've got to deal with. Do I go? Do I sacrifice something that is partly for good, but partly I enjoy for something that is just purely good and I don't enjoy it at all? You see what I mean? So yeah, that that thing that I you know that person maybe I need to go and help. It's like it's a sacrifice because I don't enjoy any of that. And there's nothing. No I guess what I'm trying to say is. There's nothing wrong with that mixture of intentions with things, right? But also, you got to be aware of sometimes that volunteering that you're doing, you you actually enjoy it. There's benefit in it for you. It makes you feel good about yourself, right? Um, and so, there are certain things which are just pure kind of sacrifice for for good as well. But it's like no doubt. There, there is no there's no kind of worldly gain from it for you. I think this is what goes back to like. I say it time and time again regarding intentions, regarding how intentions are no doubt always going to be mixed and mm. and things are going to bubble up to the surface and, and, and it's like a lava lamp, bro. Like, you know, the good intentions starts bubbling up and then that's at the top and that's what you can see. But then suddenly, like, something else comes in the way and the situation changes and before you know it, like, maybe mm. a bit of bad intentions come into play. But that that fear is what stopped me from doing anything for a long time. Like anything at all, even down in the streets, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, to, with with my colleagues and stuff. Like, that used to 
mess me up to the point and now I'm realising it's only recently I realised well that's just shaitan trying to stop me from doing anything if I keep worrying about it and I tweeted this the other day like I've spent so long worrying about my intentions instead of just rectifying them when they change or rectifying when I think they change and that's all it is like if you say it out loud to yourself and actualise it that's Mm. that's you calling out to Allah say what out out loud the intention let's say Mm. like every now and again rectifying your intention and and sometimes it's easier to to think of things when you say them out loud like there's nothing wrong with talking to yourself (laughs) do you know what I mean like Mm. I've done it many times where I've just sat there in a room and I've just said like come on Mohammed, what what are you thinking about like let's sort this out let's get this going like just talking Mm. to yourself pumping yourself up getting your intentions in order even if you've got that voice in the back of your head telling you that oh you're not being sincere and blah 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 in all honesty, that's shaitan because you're actively trying to be sincere. Like yeah. that's your goal. Yeah. You know? What What's better, doing a good deed with mixed intentions or not doing a good deed at all? You know, it's doing yeah, the good deed. It's like I mean, uh, somebody asked. I remember I was at a seminar with Sheikh Akram Nadwi, and he said someone was asked him, you know, what if I find myself I'm going to the masjid, um, I'm going for the masjid partly to see my friends and partly for salah. You know, mm. should I just not go to masjid? And then he's like, no, you go to the masjid, you pray, and you rectify your intention. You don't yeah. just not go at all. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, and, and it goes, like I said earlier, like surrounding your goals with beneficial stuff. It's about putting what, like putting the important thing first. So going to the masjid for the sake of Allah. But then understanding that if you go, you will also see friends there. And those friends are in the masjid as well. So they're likely to be beneficial friends. Yeah. And then that yeah. re- reinforces your deen. That reinforces your connection yeah. with Allah. Yeah. And being honest with yourself that even if one day you knew your friends weren't turning up, that you'd still go that day. Exactly. You know, that's exactly. The, I think, you know... I, I know that the advice of, of many uh, ulama is always to have um, some private ibadah and some public ibadah. You know, some mm. some ibadah will always be public. Praying in the masjid is public, and you can't hide it. Get away from it. Yeah. Um, but but it's always good just to I don't know. It's like zakah on your ibadah, like cleaning your ibadah. Just you know. Tr- Getting a certain level of that private ibadah, nobody is going to know. You're going throughout your day, you're fasting, nobody knows. Oh, they didn't notice you didn't have lunch at work because, you know, I don't know, you don't usually eat with them anyway. They don't ask if you're eating. Of course, nobody's going to ask, are you eating? No, it's just assumed you are eating, right? So uh, if you get up uh, to pray at night, if you, uh, you know, etc., right? Private ibadah is very important, I would say. Um, it's having a certain amount of it. Uh, always and then all the other things is going to be there's going to always going to be some level of mixed intentions in there it's just about rectifying it working yourself bit by bit let me ask you bro uh, what did you think of that video i made I, I definitely i made that video because i was inspired from what you said you were saying over yeah, over the weeks and stuff where we've been talking so uh, that one about fitna of success well i won't, I won't lie to you bro i haven't watched it yet <laughs> I was no meant way. to watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I was meant oh, to, and I just, I'm just completely just remembered now. Awkward. <laughs> this Awkward. Is I'm getting it up now. Not that I'm going to watch it here on air. Uh, where is oh, it? Maybe bro? some of the listeners. Oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, subhanAllah. It was two weeks ago as well, bro. But see, two weeks yeah. ago, I was, I was having a bad time, so mm. I'm going to watch it. Go on, summarize it really quickly, though. That's well, kind of what we've already been talking about. I think, obviously, a planned video is always going to come out better than 
yes, off the top of my head. So mm. just check it out, inshallah. Let me know what you think. I will do. I definitely will do. I feel really bad now. Oh, <laughs> sad times. <laughs> I think uh, you, whether you watched it or not, a good video kind of came out of it. So, alhamdulillah. No, no doubt. No doubt. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Shall we um, take a break for some questions? We haven't got long left. Okay. Um, let's see what we've got. I don't know what... what yani if you wanted to cover some other stuff, then... I think, bro, let's cover... Let's cover it all and then at the end we'll go to questions yeah go for it or are you kind of done with with what you had in mind no as it this is something we can always come back to that's all right um if bro if i was to kind of if we're gonna like summarize it or something like that then i want to kind of solidify that because let's do it then let's because my my thing is like this is after a lot of thinking and consuming ideas and then just letting it marinate in my head and thinking about it this is the conclusion i've come come to when it comes to how to get yourself to do stuff yeah first first is having uh having a, a guiding star if you are like, guiding stars right which is uh different role models right and you have, you need to know about the details of these role models lives and they can't be mythical creatures you have to you have to know for example uh i don't know uh Ibn Taymiyyah, he did this, this, this. You got to know the specifics of what they did, so so it relates to your life. You know what I mean? Well, you know yeah. this this role model could be your your dad. Even it's like your dad, he used to get up at this time. He used to do this, this, this. Your mom used to do this. Um, you, you know that that's someone close, obviously, to you physically and in in time. But then it's like, I, I if if you want to get. If you want to turn role models into action, then it's about learning about what they actually did, not just the myth of them. You know, mm-hmm. like Malcolm X, it's it's a lot. It's a myth for a lot of people. Read his biography from his mouth; he'll tell you what he had to go through to get to where he was and what he ended mm-hmm. up doing and stuff. Yeah, so you need to have role models that you know the details of how they lived and how they got to where wherever they got to. Obviously, the first being the Prophet Yeah, you got to know the details of his sirah, right? What he, what he got up to, what you know, what allowed him to do X, Y, Z, right? Mm. And then, when you got those role models, it's going to inspire you. It's going to make you want to do certain things, ambition, this and that. Then you need to find pressure in your life to push you to do those things. The best form of pressure probably is like having someone ask you on a daily or weekly basis. You said you were going to do this. Did you do it? And this is what yeah. I've implemented in my business is that I have people that don't work with me physically, but they work for me. And I, I make sure that we have uh, meetings where they, on a weekly basis, I, I say, okay, I gave you this task. Did you do it or not? And on the call, they have to say yes or no. They have to say, I did it or I didn't do it. You know, that the, the fear of having to say, no, it's not done is incredibly big for humans. Like, it's a big deal. For, I'm talking about myself as well. If I want to make, make sure I do something, my business partner, I'm going to tell him I'll do this by next week. And then next week he's going to ask me, is it done? And I'm, I'm so scared of saying it's not done because I, I view myself as someone who does what they say they'll do, right? Yeah. I've got so much fear of, saying no it's not done that i will just simply do it because the 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 pain of of saying no it's not done when i promised it would be done is so large for me right so get some kind of pressure in your life um usually from people who you don't know very closely that's probably the better way it'll it'll generate more pressure that way 
And then from from then on, it's all weaker stuff, to be honest. That's what I've concluded. The weaker stuff after that is is getting momentum in your life, momentum towards whatever that goal is. So like I said, reading one page very, very consistently is better than reading five pages on and off. When you're reading Mm. it daily for weeks and weeks, it feels like momentum, like, oh, I'm actually getting somewhere with my iman, with my relationship with Allah. Oh, I can actually say that I did something other than my basic salah. Oh, I feel like my... You know, you feel that progress and momentum, and that that leads to further motivation, which leads to further action. And these three things probably uh, added together is how you can push yourself to do things that you might not like doing, but you know it's mm-hmm. what you want to do in the end. You you want that those actions to be part of your life. It reminds me a lot as well. Like there's other benefits beyond just you reaching your goals. Um, when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was asked regarding a, a man whose du'as weren't being answered, mm. and um, essentially the I'm paraphrasing it all, but essentially it's because you know his what he was eating was haram, what he was wearing mm. was haram, like everything he was like a lot of his stuff was coming straight from haram, and yeah. and this goes back to me trying to eliminate everything that I'm, you know, eliminate as much as. Of wasting time or sin or whatever it is out of my life uh, as possible, it's just so that maybe Allah will put more barakah in what I do. Maybe Allah mm-hmm. will answer my du'as that I, you know, I, I seek and keeping that connection. Like you're not on your own on the journey. Like you're mm-hmm. not doing it on your ones. You're mm-hmm. you've got Allah with you all the time. In sense mm-hmm. that you can ask, you can converse, you can. You're not. You just it's not something that you have to go through on your own and and also with you know with those around you as well like there is this issue i've seen with like you could be you could want to do bigger things but there will be people that are just around you that don't believe in you that bring you down and you don't need that because it doesn't help you i mean some people would like that motivates some people proving people wrong motivates some people but if you're mm. you know your entire surroundings are bringing you down not just spiritually but even mo- like motivationally like you, you don't need that in your life at all mm. um and, and like everything you do man just my advice to people is like everything you do just try and eliminate the sin that might be in it like i mean we talk about we talk about uh, like creative people who are making amazing work online or whatever and like we could go into the permissibility of music and stuff like that and I know it's just an example I always bring up but it's an example that applies um, like just feeling like they have to like they have to follow what everybody else is doing for success like I wasn't um, I was listening to Mufti Muhammad uh, Muhammad Munir and he was talking quickly about Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson used to run every morning at 2 a.m. Hmm. And somebody asked him, why do you do it? Why, like, why 2 a.m.? And he said, uh, because nobody else is doing it. And, and just that like really hit me because if you're doing something nobody else is doing, hmm. you're going to get success that nobody else has seen. And hmm. you don't need to follow the, in the footsteps of every, like people that, for example, like people think they, they to, to get financial reward, oh, let me take a loan out, a RIBA-based loan. Or yeah. let me get a credit card to get what I need. Or the only way I'm going to attract the right person is if I take off my hijab and, and show off my beauty. Do you know what I mean? Like little things like these. Like they believe that a quick way to success is by transgression. Mm. Uh, and it, it goes down even to like daily stuff, bro. Like, like even like the drug dealer mentality if i just push a bit of crack and a bit of heroin then mm. i can quickly make you know what i mean like instead of going through the struggle 
of the pious struggle, the struggle that's blessed, which actually has a longer lasting benefit, whether it's for your own deen and your dunya. And even if your dunya, like nothing comes out of your struggle, at least you've got your deen. At least that halal struggle has actually benefited you spiritually. And you could die knowing that you didn't wrong anybody on your path. You didn't take anybody's right on your path. You didn't steal. You didn't cheat. Mm. Like this is all it is. And, and mm. it goes like you, you run a business. You know what I'm talking about. Like you uphold your contracts. You don't cheat anybody. You know, mm. you don't. You know, you keep like you said earlier. You, you're scared to say no to people. Um, you're scared to tell them that you haven't done what you promised to do for mm. them, and about keeping your word. Things like this, bro. Like, there's no baraka in, in sin, and there's no peace in sin, and there's not like you won't yeah. achieve happiness through sinning. Mm. And, and sometimes the reward, sometimes the reward, bro, just comes from putting effort. So you might no be doubt. putting effort for years, not get to the goal, and die. And the effort is with Allah. That's what of Allah course. promises promises in the Quran that Allah will never waste your your uh, iman, or He would wouldn't waste your efforts. Basically, you know, like it's all it's, it might not be noticed because you never reach the finish line, but um, Allah sees it all. And you know that's that's part of living as a Muslim, living with Tawheed in your day to day life is is not worrying too much about hitting that finish line where everyone sees you and claps. It's about you know, being that guy, uh, you know, having to stop and take breaths and knowing that Allah is, is watching you and Allah is rewarding you for the effort yeah. you're putting with the right intention. Maybe that, that goes back to what I was saying, actually. You know, if I remix what I said earlier about setting a really long-term, amazing goal, that's mm. incredible. If we think about that goal actually just being Jannah, bro, like mm. that goal is Allah's mercy and Jannah, right? And a lot of people seek that goal just through deen. And not yes. through dunya. And, and why not? Why not say to myself, you know what? Actually, I'm going to seek that goal through Dean and dunya. Why? Because not that many people are doing it. Because people do it in different ways. Like there's people. There are people, bro, that are doing it dunya wise. Like they're building masajid, but they're they're spiritually lacking. Do you know what I mean? Like there's really rich people that build masajid. Or, mm. or you know build wells and stuff like that and that is charity but as far as them personally putting mm. that to the side like there's not much deen in them in terms of practicing mm. in terms of reading increasing mm. their knowledge etc and then there's the other side of the spectrum where there's people that are you know studying night and day uh, you know increasing their knowledge worshipping but then they put the they put the dunya to the side bro mm. they put that to the side they don't mm. want anything to do with it mm. and if you could excel in both you would be a role model for both, and mm. Allah would, Allah, uh, and I believe that Allah would reward you for both. You know. Hmm. I think we need to have a, maybe a, an episode about Dean and Dunya because I, I can't even, I can't even work that framework into my head for some reason. <laughs> like, it doesn't. I can't what, separate as in the, the separating two. the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is it, isn't it? Like, I've given an example. I've tried to give an example of people that are. Leading yeah. either more. I think because right. I, I think the way I would word what you just said is there is the listed. This is what I remember. Sheikh Haytham called it the listed ibadat, which is the specific ibadat that Allah taught mm. us to worship Him through. And then there's the ibadat, which are uh, they they kind of just good things you do day to day, such as keeping mm. your contracts. It's not something mm. specific ibadat that is listed that you do. It's something that. Through living your life, through whatever you happen to be doing in your day-to-day life, you're worshipping Allah and you're following His Sharia yeah. and this and that. So, 
For me, listed that makes goal. more sense is the listed ibadat and then the ones that are non-listed, but you still get reward and stuff. That is the goal. Like the goal is to be at a point where the two don't look, they don't seem separate mm. because you're mm. incorporating yeah. both angles of it. When I speak about Dean and dunya, I'm speaking more mm. colloquially, not about the actual. I'm speaking mm. about what people perceive as just dunya stuff. So people perceive right. like I know, I know it is it is somewhat wrong, but people perceive. Mm like their day-to-day job as just mm. dunya and then they perceive ibadah yeah. salah zakah song they perceive that as deen right mm. and what i'm trying to say is like incorporate so it's literally just one thing like that whole yeah. thing because i think you people, mentioned as like well. when, when a lot of people yeah. are practicing they've just started practicing like i i could say myself when i just started practicing i didn't want anything to do with the dunya anymore bro like that was mm. just it oh no no i was just staying in the mosque and i pray every day do you understand mm. like that that's that was it but it's about it's about actually using that other side of the spectrum as a means as well. Yeah, sometimes you like you're just running away from the battlefield, so to speak. Mm. Like uh, that's not the right mentality. It's it's kind of what I said in the video that I, I suggested to you is uh, instead of saying I'm just not going to go to the battlefield, say no, I will go and I'll make sure I'm strong enough so I don't go get overcome. Mm. That, that's the mentality of like the muhsin at least. MashaAllah, bro. I think we should we do Q and A. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's have a quick look. I haven't got too much time because it's going to be Maghrib soon. Let's hope. Let's hope we don't get someone saying, "What was that question last time?" The one that you went you went on a crazy one about. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> uh, should yeah. I get divorced? One. Oh, let's yeah. hope it's not about that. Uh, this one's a quick one for you. I mean, I'm just flicking through because some of them are quite long. Uh, have you ever looked into polyphasic sleep? I think Amin would be a fan as it's all about boosting productivity. Okay. I've got this funny reputation here. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course, I looked into it. And, uh, you know, it's very good, Yanni, depending what type of polyphasic sleep. But as far as I understand, the Prophet, uh, he practiced polyphasic sleep by sleeping from Aisha till before Fajr and then uh, sleeping after Dhuhr. And some say he would sleep, he'd wake up for uh, night prayer, pray, right. and then he would do a, a small nap before, just before Fajr, then pray Fajr, then go, go on with his day. So, uh, yeah, I think it's ideal. I think sleep about six hours at night and then whatever you can during the day. The only problem is most people can't fit that into their schedule work or study schedules that's the trouble with it but uh yeah there's also the issue of um well, a, a lot of people compare sleep cycles and stuff but we're like here in the uk for example like in the mm. winter there's hardly any daylight and you've got oh, yeah. sort of do you know what i mean you've got to sort of account for mm. that and mm. stuff like have that, you ever you know? tried that bro not that i know of no i'm not mm. sure yeah i mean i'm i'm struggling my sleep right now just can't really go into the details of it but um i need to work out how i can sleep late still wake up early and still have lots of energy so mm. I, i'm working on that right now but um what i really love is sleeping you know early waking up super early and then just having like literally man like if you can especially if you're a student like bang out loads of work before before like dhuhr and then just yeah. like enjoy your life, bro. <laughs> because that's what happens when you wake up so early, man. It's really kind of magical. 
But anyway, yeah, I, I've heard of polyphasic sleep. You, you could say I... Uh, there, there have been periods in my life when uh, I was doing it very regularly. Um, but it's just... It, you know, in m- large parts of the world, it's just called having a nap, really. Yeah, <laughs> you know, true. these white people come up with these words for something that's just normal in many countries. <laughs> Fair play. Um, I've mentioned this one to you before, but I'll read it out. It's more of a, it's more of a someone having a go at us. It was about okay. the flipping comment. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they said, "I would really appreciate it if you could stop using the word flipping so much. It really mm. puts me off from listening to your podcast. To be honest, mm. you both come across as intelligent guys, so I would like to think your vocabulary is more advanced than using the word flipping as a substitute mm. for the f bomb. Hope mm. my comment doesn't offend you. Just trying to look out for you, brothers." Mm. What's your? My take. I mean, I'm going to actively try and stop, but I'm also like, it's not like what I'd say. What I'd argue is that we're not coming from a place where we throw f bombs all the time, and now we feel like we have to hide it. It's just what people say, and we've picked up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I have this habit of picking up things really quickly. Like, I've been saying bro a lot, and it's not something that comes from me, but I'm just easily influenced. Mm. Um, No, you you know, I. I, I dispute that it comes from the F word because I'm pretty sure it it existed before the F word was a common thing. And I even asked Mm. my mom about this because I know my mom sometimes says flipping, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, And I asked her and she's like, yeah, I've never heard that it's a bad word at all. I know heck, if you say flipping heck, heck is an alternative word for hell, right? And in, in Christianity, it's not good to say the word hell. So they say heck, right? This is an old school thing. However, flipping, I don't really know. But, you know, in terms of being intelligent, uh, there's nothing wrong with, like, like look, look at the vocabulary we use. Um, by the way, I don't mind this comment. I just wanted to kind of add commentary just for the sake of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, using, we're using, you could tell we've got the vocabulary and we're using some kind of slang, if you like. There's no, there's no conflict there. I don't. I don't really agree with the idea that if you're intelligent, you don't use slang. No, that's that's not true. I can use slang and be intelligent, no problem. What What about you know? I go to Malcolm X. You know, he's throwing slang everywhere. Very in- intelligent guy. No doubt. But anyway, no doubt, maybe we'll maybe it's we'll just... slow it down. I don't really realize <laughs> when I say it. No. I think it's just obviously everything's to do with perception, isn't it? And, and that's how they perceive it. But someone else. It, but if not. it is actually a swear word, or if it's a replacement for that word, then show me because I would be interested in knowing. If that's the case, then yeah, I'll stop it. Inshallah. Inshallah, it means open to change. <laughs> um, what else have I got? Let's do one more. There are quite a few, but I'll do one more. Uh, just to piggyback on the last comment regarding Achi Tweet's UK versus Tunisia debate, if your dad passes away, may Allah protect him, and officially hands the reins over to you, then is it not an option to sell your dad's business in Tunisia and then have the freedom to remain in the UK with some extra money in your pocket? Or you can still live abroad if that's what you want to do, but at least you don't feel like you were tied down, etc., Personally, I don't see your situation as a problem or something that should make you feel obliged to do anything. And I see it as an opportunity and a blessing. Um, God, could you imagine if I sold everything my father worked his life for? Like, oh my God. 
Oh my god, I would be the talk of the town. And I know, like, I shouldn't think about what people think, bro. But even I couldn't live with myself. Could you yeah. live with yourself? Could you imagine, like, having to go past that building, knowing that your father like worked his whole life for it, and you've just sort of, as soon as you've got it in your hand, you're like, yeah, that's fine. I get it. Obviously, like, if it's something that I'm really struggling to 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 work and and it's not making any money or whatever you want to call it, you know, but. Bro, that's like, that's shame, bro. That's shameful. And I know there's like a lot of shame things come from culture and it doesn't come from religion, bro. But even me personally, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. And that's my own decision. That's another, yeah. It's it's another topic, but shame is, is, has uh, its place. It's good. Uh, Shame is often good, I'll say, not always. But shame is what keeps us in check many times, Annie. That's what I'm talking about. If I didn't do something I said I would do, what what causes the fear in my heart for 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 not doing it? It's shame. I don't want to feel shame. But anyway, that's another topic. <laughs> yeah, but for real, bro. But you're you're in a good position, inshallah, bro. Uh, you got you got the, both options and stuff. Bro, I'm just not trying to worry anymore. I'm just as long as I'm feel like I'm doing, I'm actively doing something, mm. anything like anything productive, anything beneficial then mm. I'm, I'm good bro because I can never blame myself I can only ever blame myself if I never tried and mm. if I'm not trying things that's mm. when I'm that's when I can be held accountable mm. you know it is what it is it is what it is bro <sighs> I think I'm gonna have to call it and then the end of the day end of the episode it's close to Maghrib here we're about 10-20 minutes away what time is it over there 10 20 10 20 in the yeah. night time you should yeah. be asleep mr good habit yeah it's true well it should be going oh to i am punishing you well <laughs> i apologize <laughs> i hope you accept my apology um what was i gonna say let's get some plugs in bro get some plugs follow mm. sierra masters watch their videos unlike i did i'm gonna <laughs> i promise yeah i definitely you know what? I, I think I don't. I want to stop sending people to to Snapchat. I, I I honestly don't like. I posted the video you sent me on WhatsApp, and oh, you know that was like yeah. probably the only thing I posted in the last like three weeks. So oh, um, I'm not that active there, but I'm I am active because I, like we said in the episode, I make it a habit to upload one video on YouTube every single week. But I don't have any habit regarding uh, Snapchat. So just go straight to YouTube. Sira S W E R A Masters, and uh, check out the videos. I'm actually, you know, that video I sent you uh, yesterday or something. Um, uh-huh. That is that is like just dropping straight flames on that one. It's not released oh, yet. I'll, I'll release it inshallah what? on Friday. So. I'm going to pledge. This is a pledge. I'm pledging to publicly uh, watch. Yep, publicly watch every Sira Masters video, and I'm going to share it on my socials so that everybody is also reminded to watch it as well um oh. so if you, if you send me well the thing is my subscriber list is all messed up at the moment on youtube but if you mm. send it to me or let me know then I'll, I'll do that uh and you can follow me on aki tweet on twitter and instagram uh yeah. that's all i'm doing at the moment i've got a huge like people ask me about my youtube channel and i've got one but i don't really do anything on there because i feel like you did a lot it's of different stuff there, isn't it? You did the spoken word. So you there is did. a lot of stuff that is... What else bro, did I you did, do on there? I did spoken word. I did this little thing about... I was doing videos, sending them to my son. 
but then I never oh. really carried it on <laughs> and I feel really bad I was just talking to my wife about that earlier um, bro you know it's just called trying stuff seeing what you're good at you know mm. this podcast was also something that I started trying and it mm. stuck around so mm. throw things at the wall see what sticks see what's kicking off yeah. Um, yeah. what else was I going to say yeah get yourself a muslin box bro I'm actually like sorting out my beard like my beard's good my hair I smell good by the way I saw your hygiene bro I saw your fisherman's hat oh yeah people ask me about that as well like people bro the sheikh of the message came up to me and he goes Muhammad you need to tell me where you got your hat from bro hey (laughs) I'm not gonna I ain't gonna share that info unless someone really wants it they can they can get in touch it suits um, you. Wait, uh, bro, where, where are you from in Tunisia again? I'm from where, oh, I'm from somewhere called Bousalem, which is near the Algerian border. Bousalem, is it not near the sea then? Mm, not too far, about an hour or two. Oh, it's near it's near Algeria, near like Annaba yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 very near to there. Oh, so you must have a funny accent. All right. Um <laughs> knows, I was going to say your your fisherman's hat would suit you, but then you're not from near the sea, but you are from the sea in England wise. So Yeah, and go. I'm also from the sea in Morocco, so Oh, yeah. That's two seas to the to the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, alhamdulillah. Uh yeah, get, check out Muslim Box Co. Uh check out PureXI because I'm working I'm working my butt off trying to get that back, bro. People are hungry, man. People are hungry for the gums. But we'll get that sorted, inshallah. That's it from me. This has been episode 25. Any last words, I mean, before I shut you off? Shut me off, bro. Have a good <laughs> week. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum. Wa alaikum salam to Allah. Oh, what was that?